Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Fifty days later, after the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the phenomena of the day of Pentecost came that rocked their world and has been rocking the world from that day to this day. The Spirit of God Himself, God Almighty, filling vessels of clay with the infilling of the power of God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Ken Hagen. Stay tuned for the series, Meant to Stir the World. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this month's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Ken Hagen's message. The day of Pentecost was the most important day in history for mankind. Because that's when the power of God came to tabernacle in mankind himself. Amen. Now, I'm going to do a little history lesson here as we go through this because it's important. The two most important celebrations or feasts in the Old Testament was the Passover and Pentecost. The Passover, of course, was that dreadful but wonderful night when Israel was delivered from Egypt by death and by blood. And of course, the Pentecost is 50 days from the beginning of Passover. It originally was an agricultural feast in which they were celebrating the first fruits. In years uh, afterwards, it became more of a religious where they celebrated the law and the Torah that was given to Moses on Mount Sinai. You know, those are important happenings in the Old Testament. But they have a New Testament implication. You see, the redemption from Egypt's bondage by death and by blood is represented in the New Testament by the death of the Lamb of God and his shed blood. Remember in the Old Testament when they were delivered, he said for them to take that precious spotless lamb and they had to slaughter it in a certain way. They had to prepare it in a certain way, but they were to take the blood and they were to smear it on the top of the door and down each side of the door. And it said when the death angel came by, he would pass, so when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Hallelujah. I want you to understand that at Calvary, the one and only precious Lamb of God shed his precious blood, and there has been a crimson stream, a river, if you would, of the saving blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that has flowed from that day to this. 
The song says, this blood was not just blood from another spotless lamb, but this blood was the precious blood for it washed away the sins of man. Hallelujah. And 50 days later, after the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the phenomena of the day of Pentecost came that rocked their world and has been rocking the world from that day to this day. The Spirit of God himself God Almighty filling vessels of clay with the infilling of the power of God. Let's go back to our text for the whole week. And suddenly, of course, I've talked about the suddenlies the other night. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as fire. And it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This was the introduction of the Holy Spirit. And as I said on previous nights, this had ne it never happened in this way before. This was a culmination of God's divine plan to restore mankind to that precious uh, place that he had in the Garden of Eden when God and man could walk together and commune together and Satan came in and stole God's man. But now God in his providence with his plan has now made a way of escape for mankind. So mankind could now commune with God on a personal level once again. Remember we talked about it in, in the other lessons that how that uh, before Christ died on the cross, you had to come to the high priest. You had to come to the high priest and there had to be a special lamb that was slain and, and sent out into the wilderness and so forth and so on. But I wanna tell you something, that on that day when Jesus Christ hanging suspended between heaven and earth, becoming the bridge where mankind could pass from the degradation of sin to the glories of heaven, as the blood flowed from his hands and his feet and from the crown of thorns that had been placed upon his head, from his riven side as the blood flowed and he looked up to his father in heaven and as he became, he wasn't sin and he did not sin. He became sin. The word of God is very plain in that. It says he became sin so that we might be redeemed. But he looked up to his father in heaven and said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And he says, it is finished. And his head slumped to his chest. And he breathed his last. Once something great happened. The power of God that had been tabernacled in the Holy of Holies. And only once a year did one man dare to go in there 
And that after he had put on the, actually cleansed himself in a proper ceremony and then put on the proper clothes in a very special ceremony. You, you just didn't throw them on. It was a very special ceremony that he was clothed with. And then they tied the rope around his ankle and he went into the Holy of Holies. The only one that was allowed to go to the Holy of Holies. But on that day, on that day, when Jesus Christ said it is finished, that curtain in the temple was rent from top to bottom and God pulled it open and he said, no more will mankind have to go through a mediator. No more will mankind have to go to somebody else, but mankind can come to me personally. Hallelujah. And of course we know that they put him in the grave, but the grave could not hold him. And three days later he arose and he ascended on high and he sat down at the right hand of the Father. He is the only person that is a real deity. There's a whole lot of substitute deities, but they're still in their graves and people go to their graves to worship them. Our God, our Jesus, our Redeemer, our Savior is not dead. The tomb is empty and he sits at the right hand of the Father. But he said, before I go away, I'm gonna send you another helper, another comforter, a standby, a helper, an intercessor, the Greek, the paraclete. There's seven different things that you can say there. But then he sat down at the right hand of the Father. They watched him ascend in the first chapter of Acts. And as the men in white, which were angels, said, why do you stand here gazing? This same Jesus will come again in like manner. Hallelujah. We're waiting for that day. Romans chapter eight says, the whole earth groans from that, for that day when Jesus himself shall descend from heaven with the shouts and the voice and the trump of the archangel and the dead in Christ shall rise first and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together in the clouds of glory with him. Hallelujah. But that's not happened yet. We're looking forward to it. But 50 days after that ascension, we see the book of Acts chapter two taking place. And we read it just a moment ago. And there came a sound from heaven. Listen, you might hear that sound. fell on each of them and they all were filled with the Holy Ghost our Holy Spirit and they began to speak in tongues. We see in verse six, the crowd gathered. This was a new thing. I'll tell you what, when you get the Holy Ghost moving, the crowd will come. Verse 12, they were amazed and didn't know what to think about it. 
Verse 13, they accused him of being drunk. Verse 14, the apostle Peter found him a pulpit. And he started to preach. I don't know whether he got up on some porch or some pedestal. I don't know what he got on, but he found a platform. And he began to preach. And he said to them, this Jesus of Nazareth, this Jesus Christ, whom you crucified, was indeed the Messiah. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Our product this month, Listen to Your Heart, Hearing God in a Noisy World. This is a series of messages that I did, about six of them, on listening to your spirit, let yeah, God a, speak to your spirit. In a spirit. noisy world, yeah, yes. Hearing God in a noisy world. Yes. This book, it's set up so it's actually good for small groups, it's good for teenage studies, it's good for devotional time because it's set up in such a way you read one chapter, well, like this chapter here is what, five pages, and then you've got eight questions to mm-hmm. answer at the end to help you to retain all of this. It's you, good for study groups, it's for good home groups. Home groups, right. and then uh, the God Kind of Faith, a CD here by my dad called The God Kind of Faith. You have to have faith. You have to believe that uh, what you're doing is correct and that God is going to come through in the situation. Yes. And it may not happen overnight, so you have to hold on to your faith and you find out how to have the God Kind of Faith. Both of these are $15.95. So go right there on the internet and order these and the announcer will tell you how you can get a hold of these. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Ken Hagen, meant to stir the world. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.